Hello and welcome to Spicy Times. I'm Oliver Spicer. I'm Louis. And today we have a guest. Hello, I'm Matty. Matty, can you describe yourself in a vegetable? Uh, I'm going to have to say a leek. A leek? Yes. Why is that? Uh, because I leak a lot from various <laughs> from various orifices, specifically my eyes and nose. What do you leak? Uh, fluid. I'm just sick all the time. Okay. I'm just always ill. Um, like, Don't what? read into it. I also <laughs> smell really good while being cooked. Uh, <laughs> whilst enough. being cooked? Yeah, because leeks are... Oh, all right. They smell good. Yeah. What about you, Lily? Uh, a peapod. A peapod? Why is yeah. that? Because I need peas next to me in a peapod. Oh. Yeah. Like people? Yeah. Like friends? Friends and a peapod. Who are in the peapod with you? Um, Brown. you two. You, you two can be the peas. Oh, that's so sweet. It's <laughs> very wholesome. I'm liking that. Good choice. And this is Spicy Times, a podcast full of games. And our first game is Taxa Task where we'll each pick an animal and order them by how successful they are at completing specific tasks. Louis, can you pick an animal? I picked a deer. A deer? Nice. Matty? Uh, I'll be taking a giraffe. Okay. I went with a crocodile. So the first task they have to complete is woodwork. So the best animal to be a carpenter. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So what about deers? Carrying wood on their antlers. Oh, yeah, that's true. You have, like, an axe in your mouth, <laughs> and then you, like, throw it down with your antlers, right? And yeah. And you chop it with your, with your axe. Mm-hmm. You know those, like, deers on the wall that they have the in, like... on the wall. The deer heads. Yeah, like, the oh, deer right, heads. Okay. You know how they have, like, a wooden base? Yeah. Maybe they make the base before they get shot. Because uh, they want to, like, continue their legacy. Oh, oh yeah, no, that's, that's true. just too depressing. I don't like that. <laughs> It's like digging your grave. Preparing your own coffin. It's a bit rough. That is kind of rough. So he would swing the axe. What about like soaring on the antlers? Um, It could use the antlers to store wood. He could like switch between all of them. He doesn't even need a utility belt. (laughs) That's great. What about giraffe? Well, you see, a giraffe eats a lot of leaves. Mm -hmm. I I do think that that is very important because they're very experienced with trees already. Oh, yeah. They are also very tall, so they can get the hard-to-reach planks of wood that Mm -hmm. no other animal (laughs) could maybe get. They also have very long, long tongues, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this tongue could be used as some sort of hand device to pick things (laughs) up and place where needed. Yeah. And then they would munch their way through the wood or just as Louis, like, as Louis said carry it in their mouth and just chop away I've heard their tongues are really rough so maybe they could use it as sandpaper oh yeah like a sandpaper tongue to smooth it out just like licking it yeah 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 that's interesting yeah. they might get some splinters but it wouldn't be <laughs> worth it in the end for that perfect <laughs> smooth sand <laughs> not very good for the long term so I went with crocodile I'm thinking again it's got a good jaw yeah good I feel jaw. like it could really kind of crunch on some wood yeah. but like delicate wise I don't think it's very delicate no probably not and I think with woodwork you kind of need to be very intricate yeah so i think it would depend on what he was making what do you think a deer would make i feel like a deer would make intricate stuff i feel yeah. like a crocodile would make like a box or something oh yeah yeah definitely i think giraffes would make like chairs for their people i always see giraffes <laughs> really standing tall up chairs. yeah really tall chairs oh, okay yeah yeah i think yeah uh, oh what and they, they need to sit down yeah sometimes they need to sit down you always see him standing up when have you seen a sitting giraffe that's what i thought i guess so yeah Damn. Mm. Poor old giraffes. Yeah, so I don't think a crocodile would be very good at, like, crunching no, down on wood. Not. I would have to agree. Okay, let's order them. So which one are we saying worst? I'm saying the crocodile. I feel like I've yeah, dug myself a hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and the best. I'll go with the giraffe because I want to see a giraffe on a chair. Yeah, think, they need a rest. Yeah, they do need a rest. They've I been think standing deer up for a long was, time. I think deer was a close second. Deer mm-hmm. was a very good shout. They live in a lot of woods. I think they have a lot of experience as well. Yeah, okay. So our next task is golf. Ooh. Okay. Let's talk deers and golf, Louis. Um, you know how you get, like, different clubs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you store them on the antlers. <laughs> and you can, like, change between, like, a... Uh, the putter thing and yeah. the, like the driving thing. Okay. How do you think a deer would play golf with its mouth again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about on golf cars? Do you think they'd be good driving golf cars? Uh, I've seen lots of deer driving golf cars, so I can mm-hmm. confirm they are very good. Yeah, that's their thing, right? Yeah, I can confirm that as yeah. well. I've seen <laughs> many as well. Just gotta go out into the countryside, you'll see hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> you go up north, Fun it's fact, just most deers with... are actually on golf carts, not by feet. <laughs> Yeah, which is why you never see golf people in golf carts. Yeah, because the kids have stolen them. them. <laughs> what about a giraffe? Well, I think a giraffe could fashion its hooves into different clubs. Oh! So they could have a heavy-hitting club hoof. And they also kick very hard and they run very yeah. fast. So their hooves are very powerful. So mm-hmm. I think they could definitely hit a very nice hole-in-one. But like this is... shoes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Disadvantage, though... Can they fit in a golf cart? That's the disadvantage. I yeah. don't think they could drive a golf cart. Another disadvantage is I reckon their legs are not very exact. I think they're quite clumsy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I reckon they would miss or just hit the ball really badly a lot of the time. But maybe they'd be able to see the hole better with their elevated viewpoint. Oh, yeah, Damn. definitely. It's like um, a bird's eye view. They could just like reach over, put the ball in their mouth, and then reach <laughs> over to the hole. Yeah. yeah. Okay, crocodile. You know how they have like sand pits? Yeah. In golf courses, I'm thinking maybe they they hide in the sand pit, and then when their opponent's ball comes, they eat it up. And then the opponent can't get yeah. any more shots. So yeah, exactly. Loses. That would be a very impenetrable strategy. I feel like you guys are more playing by the rules. This crocodile it's is just a bit eating rogue. all the balls. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes off the rails is the right thing. Very emotional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's rank them. I don't know. I'm saying the crocodile tactic is a very yeah. good tactic. I'm going to put mm-hmm. that first. I'm okay. going to agree with that because, okay. you know, your opponent can't win if they don't have a ball. Yeah. What about the worst? Uh, I put deer because mm-hmm. I think golf shoes is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah golf like shoes. Golf club shoes. I yeah. think that was quite cool as well. Okay. And next, these animals have to organize my cluttered desk. Oh, no. <laughs> That's the worst task so far. Is there a specific order you've requested? Just, like, really making it neat so I can actually use it, really. All right, what are you storing on your desk? Paper, just mainly. Just paper. Just paper. Um, <laughs> I don't know what a deer would do to paper than other animals. I mean, maybe because it's got those antlers, it could file them in its antlers, use them as a kind of rudimentary filing cabinet. I could definitely yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about a giraffe? I think a giraffe would struggle with this, for <laughs> a giraffe would not fit in any room, because giraffes are very large. But I think maybe if it could stick its head through the window, it could give it its best shot. But overall, I do not think it would make it very far. Okay, crocodile, again, I feel like it's not very gentle. It would snap. It would do a lot of stuff like that. Maybe yeah. there's a gentle crocodile and you're generalizing. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're just seeing what the stereotypes tell you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is why I don't have two people on the podcast. <laughs> gang up on no. You. <laughs> um, which one do you think would organise it most neatly? Probably the deer. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think the deer is a very mm-hmm. organised animal. 
Um, definitely not a giraffe. He's clumsy and big. Yeah, definitely not a crocodile. I feel like it's kind of obvious that the deer is the winner. Yeah, I think the deer story. is a right. clear winner here. Uh, worst, probably... I don't know. I think the giraffe would probably be the worst. I think the crocodile could mm-hmm. kind of like fashion it into yeah. something. I think a giraffe, if it couldn't even get in the room, it would have mm-hmm. a very hard time yeah, organizing that, anything. That, that is a problem. Maybe if you eat all the stuff on my desk, it's organized. Yeah, and a crocodile is good at eating. Mm-hmm. So I'd say crocodile okay. second place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that was tax a task. Should we do them totally now? I think it was a steady draw, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, all animals are suited for their own things. Mm-hmm. Should we have a playoff then? So Ooh. the animal needs to play golf whilst building a shelf and highlighting some papers. <laughs> <laughs> highlighting? Yeah, I guess that's uh, organising. Okay. I think this is going to be a hard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, deer. <laughs> deer has many antlers. It yeah, has many, many things. antlers. That is true, yeah. That is true. I think the deer is so far running a little bit ahead. I think a giraffe would struggle with this. Yeah, same. I think they would be able to sand and smooth the wood perfectly, <laughs> but in the end, they would fall when it comes to golf and especially highlighting something. <laughs> I think they just wouldn't make it. They have blue tongues, though. Couldn't they just like uh, lick they it? They could use the natural could... blueness of their tongue to lick it. That mm-hmm. is true. Yeah. Again, crocodile bad. So I think we're going with deer is the best yeah I'd say deer that? is I feel like you're bullying the, the crocodile <laughs> <laughs> I chose it just any so crocodiles could... <laughs> listening I'm sorry these do not reflect the views of all of us this is just casual just casual prejudice oh no so our next segment is random collation of Oliver's thoughts so I'm going to tell you some stuff that I discovered over the weeks and just really talk about it. Mm-hmm. So today's rough theme is language. Right. So here's an interesting thing. Bilingual people. Bilingual people describe themselves differently depending on which language they're using. That's very interesting. I think we should test that on any bilingual friends we know. Yeah. Sadly, none of us are bilingual ourselves. That's true. So an example of this is people who speak both Spanish and English describe themselves more humbly in Spanish than English. Oh, really? Yeah. So what languages do you think would be different, Mike? Um, I think I think any Eastern European language, yeah. they, would, they wouldn't be more threatening, but they would describe <laughs> themselves more strongly. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think they would make more of a presence for themselves <laughs> oh, than yeah, in like, yeah. somewhere like England where people generally are just a bit dingy. All right, Louis. I think everyone going... would be aggressive in Germany. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it sounds very aggressive. I that like is it. true. Yeah. What's a language that sounds kind of very, very quiet? Relaxed. Yeah. Maybe Italian. Yeah. I feel like Italian. They'd be very relaxed. If slow Italian. Yeah, slow Italian. They can sign language. I think that's a good <laughs> oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they would probably describe themselves. I feel like you'd describe yourselves very simply in sign language, yeah. like me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a good man. Uh, so another example of this is. People that speak Spanish, that are bilingual and speak English, describe accidents worse in Spanish than English. Oh, really? Just because the languages are suited to different things. That's quite interesting, actually. I never thought about that. So also men have deeper voices to make themselves bigger to predators. Um, who are they scaring off? Men that can't see them, maybe? The predators are blind. Oh, yeah. They don't seem like predators. I'm not sure. Maybe in night. I mean, you see, like, cats fluff up their fur, but the other cat definitely saw it when it was small. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beforehand. Um, maybe they do not retain the memory. Uh-huh. So maybe if you like speak very deeply... Maybe that's why we all respect Batman so much. That is that true. Is, yeah. The only reason I respect Batman. Yeah. All the others... 
It's just generally fake. he's just not a very nice person, but his voice. Yeah. Well, okay, that's a new perspective on Batman. And that was a random collation of Oliver's thoughts. All right. Our next game is Bastardization Iteration, where we'll go around slowly making a process more and more awful until we have completely ruined any functionality. Mm-hmm. And the process we are ruining this week is finding the answer to a question. What do you think the best way to find an answer to a question is? Googling it. Oh, okay. Can we make that worse? Google. I'd say uh, Bing it. <laughs> oh, instantly. <laughs> oh, instantly. I think that's already gone down a long way. Okay, but well, we can move on. Our next game is... <laughs> um, maybe instead of typing it, you have to go somewhere. So maybe a library. You have to go to a library every time you want an answer. Okay. Um, how about you make it in Word, but it's Braille. <laughs> So you have to, like, read it in Braille. Mm-hmm. And then you get yeah. a splinters. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, and then your hands just get a bit chopped up. But not if you're a giraffe, because then you can yeah, read it exactly. with your tongue. There you go. That's perfect. Giraffe tongues are very rough and solid tongues. Okay, can we make this worse for giraffes? <laughs> I'd say maybe uh, the Braille's, like, inverted Braille, so there's just holes in wood. And oh, you just have to yeah. kind of interpret and hope. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, every time you touch it, it's like made out of sand, so you change it. Oh no. So someone can't read it after you. <laughs> <laughs> so you just ruined everybody else's Yeah, time, Only one person can ever know the answer to a question. Wow. It's very secret. I don't know, you could do it with like a liquid. Oh yeah. But like it just goes flat, so there's no point. <laughs> you have the braille for a split second. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The yeah. answer disappears forever. Uh-huh. You'd have to have a very photogrammetry. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Making that worse, can we do that? Yeah, I think we can make that worse. I think the liquid's on the floor. <laughs> it's spread out completely. Maybe it was in a glass, but now scattered. Uh-huh. Who knows what's happening? What kind of colour would this liquid be? Clear. Clear. clear it's liquid. just so hard to find the answer. <laughs> Maybe it's invisible. It's so clear it's invisible. Yeah, completely see-through. Yeah. You don't even know it's there. The answers are around us, and we don't even know. We are the answers. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think we've ruined... Finding the answer to a question. Yeah, yes. I think that would be impossible. How would you find the answer to a question? Just go on the floor. You just go on the floor, you feel around, and then... You if, have to, like, swim the... around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after your swim, you decide where the answer is yourself. Tip Maybe for... it would be, like, a way of finding yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Deep. Tip for enlightenment. Just swim on the ground. Swim on the ground. I mean, Buddha out. didn't come up with that. <laughs> it's like a fish out of water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so our next game is a quiz. Frightful phobias. I'll test Matty and Louie by having them each select one out of three fears that they think is real. Two options are real, but the other fear I have made up. Do you have any fears, Matty? Um, when I was younger, I was very afraid of the dark. Oh, yeah? Um, now I have mellowed out a lot. I'm not as afraid mm-hmm. at all. Why do you think some people are afraid of the dark? I think it's kind of like a same thing as like the fear of the unknown. Oh, yeah. You don't really know what's out there. could be anything. Mm-hmm. In the dark, I fear about that I've lost my limbs, mainly. Okay. Yeah. Can you not feel them? Um, I guess you can, but... Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to just tap on your arm. <laughs> oh, I still have both of them. I still have my arms. It might be someone else's. They might be trying to trick me. I mean, if you can tap on anything, you probably have your arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You've got at least one. Well, you've solved my fears. <laughs> but can you decipher these fears? The fear of the colour yellow, the fear of zigzags, or the fear of shapes? The fear of zigzags? Yeah. Um, they're, like, spiky... <laughs> I think that would be quite hard for it to have though, because then you'd never be able to write the letter Z. 
Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Or maybe do some cool patterns. Yeah, I think it would be very difficult for it to have. But the fear of yellow, however, that would be even harder. Yeah. We have a sun, <laughs> um, but I'm sure that that's perfectly possible. Who knows? Um, bumblebees, I mean, they are quite scary. Yeah, they can be scary, but yeah. They can sting them. They're dying. Yeah, yeah are dying. but... Wow, he's going to discriminate against bees. Bees are dying. Not again, no. <laughs> Teaming up on me. <laughs> wasps would have been a better example. Okay, yeah, okay, wasps. wasps. Yeah, just generally trash. No one likes wasps anyway. Yeah, so. that is wasps true. Wasps sting you and live. Bees sting you and die. <laughs> they died for a cause. They died for They're a cause. They're martyrs. Yellow. Any other frightful yellow things? Sweet corn. Sweet corn. Yep. Yeah. Are you scared of sweet corn? I am very scared of sweet corn. Mm-hmm. Tastes horrible. Tastes awful. I don't mind it. <laughs> All right then, devil's advocate. <laughs> what about the fear of shapes? Impossible. Everything is a shape. I don't think that's possible. Yeah. Okay. Are there any like specific shapes? Um, circles. They're just they're so mysterious. Mm-hmm. Triangle. Like a square, you work out the area by timesing that by that. Yeah. Circle, you've got to use all these numbers. Where did those numbers come from? Nobody knows. Who made them? Who made them? <laughs> and whoever... Them? We're told who made them. Yeah. What if that's not true? What if it was, like, aliens? What if it was the circles themselves? Is it what if it was the circles themselves? <laughs> are you doing this, Oliver? Are, am you, I, are you the circle? Am I behind you this? Are you the circles? No, my true identity has been revealed. <laughs> I just burst into a hundred circles. It's a hundred circles and fly out every point. <laughs> wow, everywhere. All I'll right. curse you, goddammit. <laughs> Other shapes that you might be scared of? Triangle. Triangles. Sharp. Yeah, they are sharp. I feel like uh, also a rectangle, you could really do some damage if you threw it. Oh, doesn't really yeah. matter how small it is, a rectangle is always like a bulky, like, this is a shape, like, you know, <laughs> like um, hard. And the thing with more than, like, 12 sides, I don't even know the name of them anymore, so then it scares oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When you can't identify something, exactly. now that's scary. And there returns the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so which one do you think is real? I think it's impossible to be afraid of shapes. They just, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with the fear of zigzags because they're pointy and sharp. Well, I'm sorry, Louis, because the fear of zigzags was made up. Oh, but you okay. were right, Matty. The fear of the colour yellow is called xanthrophobia. Mm-hmm. The fear of shapes is called tripophobia. Mm-hmm. But the fear of zigzags, completely fake. Wow, okay. You can amend yourself in the next three. The fear of gravity, the fear of moving, or the fear of balancing. Okay, so all things to do with some sort of, some type of movement, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think fear of balancing has, like, has to be real. I can definitely see like being scared of having to like balance. There's a lot of pressure. But is it um, the fear of balancing or the fear of not balancing? That's a hard one. But I'd say, if it's described as the fear of balancing, I'd say that could definitely be true. I'd say that could also have been a fear that you obtained. Maybe oh, you yeah. had some traumatic event in, like, a gym thing. Yeah. You were, like, a great gymnast, and then you couldn't quite balance, and then you fell off, and it was horribly embarrassing. I feel like that could be 100% real. Mm-hmm. Traumatic seesaw experiences. Yeah. There's definitely pressure on you if you have to balance everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. What about the fear of gravity? That also gives us quite a lot of pressure onto the Earth. Oh, yeah. I don't think that... I think that one has to be the fake one. Gravity's all around us. Yeah. I think generally, um, like, people need gravity to live. Yeah. Would it be the fear of falling or the fear of floating away? I'd be more scared of floating away than falling. Yeah. Yeah. What would you grab onto? I don't know, maybe a tree. 
A tree. Yeah. yeah. Trees are pretty mm. rooted into the ground. I could definitely That's true. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then I could also cut it down and make a make a chair. Make a chair yeah, for a chair. big giraffe. Yeah, exactly. Giraffe. Mm, nice. Um the fear of moving. Well, um I think if this is moving in the sense of moving house, I could definitely see it. An mm-hmm. emotional attachment to where you are. Oh yeah, definitely. But a fear of moving generally, just moving your body around, I feel like um that would be a very difficult fear to have. Yeah, if it's like um like anything moving, not just you moving. Mm-hmm. And I feel like movies would be the scariest thing possible. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially the name, movies. Yeah, exactly. Very <laughs> difficult. Um, doing anything in fear of moving would be anything, very hard. Anything that isn't a picture would be very scary. Yeah. So maybe they're like painters. Yeah, maybe. People oh, yeah, they, they just have know. to move their hands. Yeah, they have to move their oh, hands no. around. Maybe they're like painters, but someone else moves the canvas. Ooh. But then yeah. still moving. <laughs> no, 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 but then they close their eyes. Yeah. Uh, they okay. close their eyes, yeah. they put the paintbrush on, and they stand completely still. Okay. And the other okay. person moves around. Which one are we going for? The fear of gravity, the fear of moving, or the fear of balancing? I'm saying the fear of balancing is real. Okay. Uh, I'd say gravity is real, because I'm scared of flying away. Well, I'm sorry, Matty, because the fear of balancing is made up. Wow. The fear of gravity is called barophobia, and the fear of moving is called tropophobia. But this is interesting, because the fear of shapes was called tripophobia, and the fear of moving is called tropophobia. Interesting. But what's the fear of moving shapes? Uh, tripotropophobia. All right, cool. What are some shapes that you wouldn't like moving? Triangles. I feel like triangles are a very ominous shape, mm-hmm. especially in like um, that little game where you're the little triangle shooting things. You know, where you spin around and you shoot the rocks that are coming at you. Oh, asteroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like uh, if that triangle was moving, it would have a lot of power because it is killing those things like nothing else. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay, our next set. The fear of knees, the fear of necks, or the fear of bones. Oh, wow, okay. Are you including the neck one just because you don't like giraffes? No. See, we're bringing it back to it. What do you have against them? I don't have what anything against giraffes. They're lovely creatures. Did they steal your limbs in the dark? <laughs> Maybe that's they why they're so long. Oh, yeah. Okay. They've taken your vertebrae. You They've know they have less vertebrae than a sloth. Do they? Yeah. But it's just, like, bigger. They take necks and then add them onto theirs <laughs> yeah. and extend it. <laughs> the biggest giraffe is just, like, loops around the earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it can biggest, lick its back. Yeah, the biggest neck is the one that's killed the most yeah. enemies. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, the fear of necks... If they have a big neck, then they've killed more people and you have to be more scared of them. So oh, yeah, definitely. So I can definitely see that being a fear as well. Okay. What about um, the fear of knees? Fear of knees... Difficult fear to have. Are you scared of your own knees? I guess so, yeah. I mean, I guess you would be scared of any knees. Maybe yeah. it's the way they bend. I know oh, I've been, yeah. like, looking at knees bend recently and been, like, a bit like, <laughs> wow. That's that's kind of weird, but cool. You've been studying how knees bend. Yeah, but I can definitely see somebody being like, that's weird and scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that being this a thing. This is what he does in his spare time, right? <laughs> <laughs> he studies knees a lot. I like my studies. Various okay. things. Um, what would you do if you had a fear of knees? Would you... Like, destroy your own knee? I guess you would never look down, and I think you would have to destroy your own knee. Yeah. You'd have to destroy it. Walk with, like, perfectly straight legs. Yeah, your knees are a constant companion. So (laughs) you have to, like, if you're scared of them, you have to get rid of them. (laughs) So if you're ever lonely, like a pea in a pea pod... Just remember your. You have no knees next Your knees are your. (laughs) 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 Your knees are your constant friends. Hey, anybody with a fear of knees, we're here for you. We can be there like your knees were. <laughs> Except don't think of us as knees, because that's scary. Yeah, that is quite <laughs> scary, actually. Think of me as a friend, less of a knee. Yeah. <laughs> what about the fear of bones? 
I'd say this is perfectly possible. Skeletons, scary. Mm, yeah. Halloween. Also, you see images of football players who have like skidded across the pitch and their bones are like coming out of their like yeah. legs. So if you had this phobia, would you remove your own bones? I would. I'd, I'd, I'd want to be like a, a pile of jelly. That would okay. be quite cool. I think you could also then be like an octopus and fit into really small spaces. Yeah, That's exactly. true, yeah. Um, so and then like, people can carry you around in jars. Yeah, exactly. Bring you around in a jar. You yeah. can see like the pyramids of Giza for free because you're just a jar and somebody's like... Get a companion of your knees and bring a companion in a jar. Yeah. Okay, great. Which one do you think is real? I think that seeing giraffes being scary... Yeah. Um, because they have long necks. Giraffes mm-hmm. is definitely a thing. I don't think being an octopus in a jar would be that scary because you'd be able to seal the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think so, that would be very interesting. So yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that one's real. So which one are you going for? I'd go with the giraffe neck one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think a giraffe with a really long neck would terrify me. He's killed a lot of people to get exactly. that neck. <laughs> that would be awful. Well, I'm sorry because you're both wrong. The fear of knees is called genophobia and the okay. fear of bones is called osteophobia. Okay, so there's no... Wow, well, there's no fear of neck. <laughs> People haven't found out yet that the reason giraffe's necks are so long is because they kill their enemies. Exactly. Our next game is Budgetary Dictionary. Matty and Louis will have to guess the meaning behind words that I have made up. Then, at the end, we will each choose one word to put into the Budgetary Dictionary. Inculus. Ooh, okay, straight away I'm thinking incubator and eggs. <laughs> Uh, I was thinking more like squids with ink. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could yeah. definitely see that as well. How would you use that maybe to describe someone? Uh, I don't know. Maybe somebody who enjoys, like, the sensation of just having an egg. Oh, yeah. Could, like, rub the egg. Mm-hmm. Like, hold the egg. Like, the fragileness but strength yeah. of the egg. Maybe they oh, yeah. want to feel like they're guarding the egg. Oh. Yeah. Like, a, like, a, like a, yeah, and then you just take the egg with you and you're like, if this egg breaks... Mm-hmm. I break. I break. Oh. Yeah. So, Louis, can you use that in a sentence? Oliver had a friend giraffe, but he was really inculus and broke the giraffe's heart. And, uh, and now, now he doesn't like giraffe. Sad, sad. Yeah. Well, now you know my backstory. Yeah, I do. Okay, so I put... Uh, it's, it's a little different. It's to make an impression on someone. Okay. Because if you make a mark on someone, you've, like, changed them. And to make a mark, you must have a lot of ink. Yeah, I can definitely sense. see that. Yeah. You must be full of ink. Full yeah. to the brim. <laughs> All your blood must be ink. <laughs> Running through your veins. Therefore, you are inculus. Okay. Creaselessly. I'm going to have to... I think creaselessly sounds like a very subtle word. Yeah. But not... It would be the main part of a sentence, but the word itself meaning subtle. A cat burglar being in a house, moving very, like, with a lot of intent, but very well and quietly. Oh, yeah, yeah. experienced one. So, somebody who can assess the situation, move move stealthily through, while at the same time having intent and, like, um, options. Oh, yeah. Okay. Any Um, alternative interpretations? More like snakes that slither. Oh, yeah. But they just go in a straight line, like a (laughs) a really long, scaly breadstick. (laughs) So they don't crease, so they crease. Yeah, they don't crease, they just have to go straight forward. So were snakes that don't crease more scary? Um, no, I like breadsticks, so if you imitate (laughs) a breadstick, I like you. They might also be faster. Oh yeah, true. That could be quite scary. A snake coming at you very fast could Mm -hmm. be a very scary thing to see. Well, the actual definition was very close to Matty's. It was moving suspiciously. Okay. So if you're moving so carefully that you don't crease your clothes... You're moving pretty suspiciously. Yeah. Punctuation. Punctuation is like what holds a sentence together. 
Oh, yeah. Like the glue, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're punctuathal, then you're like the glue in a situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can be like bringing two groups of people together, like really like bringing them together mm -hmm. and really encouraging them, like yeah. really on their side, like Gandhi did. Yeah. Yeah. Like really like just being like the glue that holds them together. Oh, okay. So it's bringing people together to make peace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mine was pretty much the antithesis of this. It was to be extremely angry. Okay. <laughs> so if you get a balloon and you get a puncture in it, then it hisses. Yeah. yeah. So, and then hissing is very kind of aggressive. And negative, okay. yeah, I definitely So it's to be that. extremely angry. Yeah, also, um, going back to punctuation, being very liberal with punctuation, it could make it very angry. Oh, yeah. a lot of exclamation yeah. marks. It <laughs> could make a thing very angry. Or a lot of question marks, then you're very inquisitive. Yeah, then you're very inquisitive, but yeah, to yeah. a point where it's kind of like really up in their face, like, you're just confused, and you're angry that you're confused. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you try and find the answer to the question, and you just feel it around on the floor, you can't feel it. You just can't find it. <laughs> Winsulative. Winning or a, or a window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, de I also hear, like, insulative in there. Oh, yeah. So I'm saying yeah. maybe, like, a company that makes <laughs> insulated windows. Yeah. Uh, they'll be called Winsulated. Yeah. It's um, like the, the slogan, like, we winsulate. We winsulate and you win. Ooh. Yeah. Um, kind of. I put to regret, because if you wince a lot... Then you're very regretful. Yeah, oh, okay. I can definitely. So you're winsulative. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It also has, the word itself has kind of a somber tone. Oh, yeah. And I definitely see regret as a very, like, negative thing. Yeah, definitely. You said almost. I feel like it wasn't almost. I feel like it wasn't that close. <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> Fluffin. Okay, well, straight off the bat, I'm thinking fluff. Yeah. A fluffy kitten, a fluffin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My kitten is very fluffy. Well, he's a cat, but he's very fluffy, and I can confirm. He is fluffing. Fluffing is a good word to describe him. Maybe if I describe what someone said as fluffing. So maybe Louis, Louis was speaking fluffing. Well, fluffy kittens are kind of cute, so maybe you're flirting. Oh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Quite, like appeasing. Mm -hmm. I could also see it being maybe unclear. Oh, yeah. Like, if you have fluff in your mouth, quite a negative thing to have fluff in your mouth, kind of gross, but yeah. if you had fluff in your mouth, you would definitely speak more like, oh, blah, blah. like, it would just That's be a bit harder to speak. Yeah. yeah. I wondered why you just did put your fluff in your mouth. <laughs> it was, uh, no. Unneeded is what I put. Okay. Right. So, like, unnecessary. Yeah. So, if it's fluff, you don't really need it. Yeah. It's kind of like excess. Yeah. So, it's fluffing. It's not needed. You're speaking fluffing, Louis. I definitely. Yeah. Sorry, that was that coming. Yeah, you're really coming at people. This, this <laughs> I'm coming at giraffes. I mean, you you, you talked some trash about bees, now, <laughs> Louis. Like, come on. He's a, he's I'm very aggressive. Down. I'm sorry. What about the mechanical worm? Right, I'm straight away seeing this as something to do with computers. Oh, yeah? Maybe a computer virus mm -hmm. um, transmitted through the internet. Not a physical entity, but yeah. maybe that causes components in a computer, such as the fan or the hard drive or whatever, to um, break. So it breaks the hardware instead of destroying the software on a computer. Oh, yeah. Um, therefore causing the mechanical part. And then a worm, just because it's like another way of saying, like, virus, like, bug. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bug. yeah. A worm, like, slithers and slides, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. So you could, like, slide into DMs. <laughs> but because it's mechanical, it's like a typical SoundCloud rapper. Oh, yeah. Like, trying to plug their music. So they get a bunch of bots to DM everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's a mechanical worm. It's yeah. not real. Okay, well, I was thinking more like the underground. Oh, yeah. 
the London Underground train system. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a bunch of worms. Yeah. But they're all mechanical. Yeah, yeah, like the trains going through the Yeah, tunnels, yeah. Like the worm system. Yeah, I can definitely see that. It's a very powerful metaphor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of sense. And next, stringful back pocket. Ooh. This kind of makes me think losing things. Oh, yeah. Maybe things falling out of a back pocket, wallet, keys, you know, phone. Yeah. But to prevent this, you attach string um, so that you don't lose them. And yeah, but I feel like also back pocket, it could be in like an unrealized loss. Mm-hmm. So maybe you'll lose your phone and it will be back in like where you came from like an hour ago. <laughs> and you won't realize yeah. because it was yeah. in your back pocket. Um, maybe like... Because, like, a string, like, if you pull on a string too much, or, like, a thread on your clothes, mm-hmm. it could, like, untangle too much. Yeah. Like, if you keep pulling on it. But yeah. because it's it's behind you in your back pocket, you don't know you're doing it. So it's like you're doing something bad, but not consciously. Yeah, so, like, uh, like a bad legacy coming yeah. behind you, I definitely see that. Oh, it's like, yeah. Unlike you, who's, like... Hitler and you, who just hate, hate you giraffes. hate giraffes and all that, and Hitler was just generally a bad guy. You mean to be... Are you like calling you me mean, Hitler? Yes. <laughs> You're on the same level because you hate so many giraffes. <laughs> the discrimination. Yeah, you mean to give that bad legacy, but maybe somebody, maybe if I was to give some poor starving child some berries to try and help him, but it yeah. turns out the berries were poisonous and I didn't realise and I left and he died a few days later, I wouldn't know, but it is still a bad legacy, an unknown bad legacy. That sounds like the weirdest fairy tale. <laughs> Don't eat the berries. <laughs> So I was thinking more of saving your ideas for later. Mm-hmm. So strings are kind of used to connect ideas. Yeah, like on a detective board, like with murders and stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you're keeping all your ideas in your back pocket, you're kind of you're saving them for later. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that. That makes a lot of sense. Matty, can you maybe use that in a sentence? Um, I found out the equation that will solve all of like maths. You just need to plug numbers into this equation, but I don't want to release it upon the world yet, so I'll just keep it in my stringful back pocket. So now we each pick a word that we thought was the best and add it to the budgetary dictionary. Louis? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pick fluffin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just like the way it sounds. Okay, Matty? I'm going to have to go with creaselessly. Ooh. It has a cool meaning and it kind of rolls off the tongue. feels very mm-hmm. smooth to say. And I really like the saying, stringful back pocket. That's right. a good saying. So we got a good set there to add to the budgetary dictionary. Thanks again for listening to this episode. Matty has been a wonderful, awful, or... Oh, wait, no, I was meant to pick one of those. <laughs> Matty has been a wonderful guest. Uh, thank you very much for having me on. Uh, it's been a great experience. I look forward to hearing this one and the ones to come in the future. Oh, great. And I hope you can join Louis and I in the next episode of... Spicy Times. <laughs>